Mike Slater. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. How amazing is Clinton Bruce? I wrote down some stuff here. Hardened hand for gentle action. Love that. Uh, We are the right side of the equal sign. So the thing on the left is uh, different people, different opportunities, different actions, and then the equal sign, and that equals who I am. Uh, You have to live your, that's Clinton talking, you have to live up to that. Uh, I love this. His dad always said, there's two types of people. Here I am. People who walk into a room and say, here I am. And people who walk into a room and say, there you are. And he said his dad would use his presence to elevate and encourage someone else. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, this, this is our favorite part. Everyone, we were chatting in the studio. Uh, I want to be a man worth my girls. Who I am, what I do, who I do it with, and who I do it for. That's all for my girls. If, if my girls come home with a man like me, I better be okay with it. And then uh, he said, you are never your own purpose. And the military is great because it beats the you out of you, so now you're useful. <laughs> and, and and when someone comes up to him and says, thank you for your service, his, his uh, response you're worth it. Wouldn't that take you back? I mean, every time I've said thank you to your service for someone, they say, they say, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, no one's ever said you're worth it, man. That's powerful. Because if, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, wow, I'm, I better go be worth it. Am I worth it? I mean, my first thought, am I worth it? No, <laughs> so I better go be worth it. Clint Bruce is the name. Carry the load. The, uh, the organization. I read the re- uh, a review of a book. The other day, the book is called um, Things That Gain From Disorder. And the author is a very simple premise. Uh, we live in a world where you're either fragile or you're resilient. Fragile or resilient. Now, uh, we get that difference, right? Someone who's fragile, something that's fragile, or breaks easily. Uh, a glass vase is fragile. Or fragile, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And then the, the opposite of that is someone who is resilient, and a resilient person bounces back, right? They face hardship, and they, they make it through. It's like a phoenix in mythology, right? The bird, it dies, and then from the ashes, uh, another phoenix emerges, just as before. The problem is none of those are great. <laughs> so so fragile is bad. Uh, resilient is good, but not great. And, and this author says we, we need something more than that in our culture, but we don't have a word for it. And it's bad. It's bad if there's a concept that doesn't have a word associated with it because that means it's not a very popular concept. Because not enough people have been like, hmm, we should come up with a word for this. Uh, so, so this author came up with a word. Uh, but, but real quick, why isn't resilient good enough? Because you don't grow. Nothing's improved at the end of that hardship. It's good, better than being fragile, but 
I don't know, like the Phoenix, it comes back just the same as it was before. It's not different. It's not stronger. It's not better. It's just the same. So this guy says we need to be more like the Hydra. So the Hydra in Greek mythology is a massive multi-headed lizard. And whenever someone cuts off one of its heads, two more grow back in its place. So the Hydra grows stronger with adversity. And we don't have a word for this. So so he made up one. Anti-fragile. I don't know if that's a good word or not, but that's all we got right now. Anti-fragile. You get stronger through resilience. I guess the simplest analogy that we would all understand is when you uh, you go lift weights. When you go lift weights, you you break your muscles down. And then they grow back stronger. So then you can lift more weights. And you lift more weights and then you break your muscles down again. And then they grow back stronger and stronger and stronger. Clinton Bruce is a man who clearly recognizes the importance of not being fragile, but not thinking that resilient is enough and being anti-fragile, growing stronger through adversity. Remember two weeks ago, I think we talked about uh, kids at Boston College. $60,000 a year to go to Boston College. Okay, top-notch school. And the head of the counseling department called all the professors and administrators together, had a little heart-to-heart, a little state-of-the-school address, a state-of-the-psychological needs of the school. And the guy said, listen, this is, uh, this is very bad, what's, what's happening here at Boston College. Uh, he said the kids here, are uh, they lack resilience. They're fragile. They lack resilience. They expect uh, their, their hand to be held. They're, they, they're afraid to be challenged, let alone challenging themselves. Students are afraid to fail. So they don't take risks. And external measures of success are more important than uh, autonomous development and, and learning, right? So that, that's a result of the everyone gets a trophy culture, right? It's all about getting that trophy. It's all about participating. It's all about showing up, not about doing well, just being there. So an external measure of success. So praise, external praise is more important than actually winning the game or actually like doing your better, right? Like, actually showing up and improving. It's just um, about getting that, that participation trophy. That's that's the result of that. And now the first generation of that, those kids are now in college, and wouldn't you know it. But the point is, kids are less resilient. And as life is thrown in the way of these kids, they're they're fragile, they're weak, they're afraid to take risks. They need to be babied first by their parents at home as they were their entire lives and now by their college. <laughs> the college is babying them. Very dangerous. We need to raise our kids not to be fragile, obviously, but not even to be resilient, but to be anti-fragile. May I suggest perhaps uh, throwing that, uh, that term around the dinner table tonight? Talking to your kids about the difference. Fragile, resilient, anti-fragile. I don't know if I like that word anti-fragile, but I certainly like the concept. The, the need, the ability to grow through adversity. Right now we're seeing the fruits of this experiment the last 20 years. 
of letting everyone win all the time or not keeping score and all that. And because of it, kids can't do anything. They can't do anything, and they're emotionally traumatized at, at everything. one 888 I want to come back. I want to tell the story of um, some elephants. And nothing to do with, nothing to do with the Republican Party. Like actual elephants. It's a story of real-life elephants. And what happened when they were moved from one park to the next? And I want to share this story because every once in a while we think we're so much better than uh, the animals. <laughs> we, think, we think we're so much different than the animals. And I don't know, maybe we are, but gosh, it seems like we just keep trying to act more like them. It seems like, it seems like we're going backwards, perhaps. I want to share this story of... Uh, Couple elephants coming up next. Mike Slater Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. You're listening to Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network.